Welcome to the Heat vs. the World Podcast. And now, stand up and make some noise for your host, Joe What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the Heat vs. the World podcast. As always, I'm your host, Joel Jacob. And, you know, I'm doing a little solo pod today. I wanted to get something out there quickly because in case y'all ain't heard the news by now, we are officially a day away from the return of Miami Heat basketball. After a long All-Star break, it feels like we've been under this All-Star break for over a month now because, oh my gosh, bro. I mean... The way how the Heat ended, um, what was it? The first half of the season winning those games against Philly and Milwaukee, you just wanted more Heat hoops. So the fact that we ended it with two awesome wins and then we had to go on a week hiatus, I hated it. But tomorrow we officially continue our Miami Heat adventure to hopefully that fourth Larry O'Brien trophy. So let's buckle up and get ready for it because here we are. We're going to be playing the Pelicans, and I will get into that game later on in this episode. But first off, you know, in case y'all didn't miss some of the news that dropped today, um, so many nuggets have been coming out from the reporters at, as they got to speak to some of the Heat guys today at practice. So let's get a couple things out the way. Um, First off, in case you guys didn't hear the news, there was a whole situation going on with Terry Rozier and Josh Richardson. They're both still injured, and they both will be out for this game against New Orleans. However, they both are traveling with the Heat right now in this road trip that we got coming up. One thing I will say, though, is that that comes off as good news, is that from the words of Eric Spolstra and the way how he sounds right now, there seems to be great optimism that one of those two will be coming back. And if we had to guess, it's most likely going to be Terry Rozier. And first of all, that's awesome news. Because if y'all didn't see how he got injured in the first place in that game against Boston, it did not look like a good injury. So the fact that you could potentially get him back in this road trip is awesome. All right. Now, this is um, part of the news that might come off as a bummer to some Heat fans. And it's the fact that we don't know what's up with Josh Richardson. In case y'all didn't see from some of the footage that was shared at practice, he's still in a sling. Um, he's been in it for what I can only assume has been a week now. Um, I only noticed because he posted on Instagram back in Valentine's Day last week that, you know, he was still in it. So here we are. And I will say this. It's kind of unfortunate because you look at the year that Josh Richardson has had for the Heat. I know some people have been pissed off, but he was really starting to take his game up a notch. And whether if it was the fact that he finally got his PlayStation portal or whatever, it was still an encouraging sign for the Heat because this was the guy that you were counting on to be a tier, no, not a Terry, but a Gabe Vincent type replacement. And Listen, I'll say this. We'll see exactly if he can be that Gabe Vincent replacement come playoff time. Because everyone's saying, oh, Gabe did this, Gabe did that. And that was cool. The thing was, I know a lot of people was pissed off we Gabe come playoff. Oh, no, not playoff time, but in the regular season. So if 
if what's it, if Josh Richardson can come out there and bowl out in the playoffs when we need those 16 wins, by all means necessary, like it is what it is, bro. I just hope that he doesn't lose any momentum when he comes back. He might be rusty, that I understand, but I really hope that this injury does not try to damage the type of season he's had because the dude has been awesome, really. And while this is all going on, we don't know when Josh Richardson is coming back. Terry Rozier, as we've mentioned, it looks like there's a good chance he could come back in this road trip from the way how things sound right now. You also have some of the new additions as well. I mean, DeLon Wright, it's going to be interesting to see how much minutes he gets and how he's going to look with this Heat team. The fact that we're finally not only going to see him play, but then also the fact that this is a guy who now is probably going to get more minutes with two of our guards out. So I'm honestly excited to see what he does. And, you know, you kind of heard us talk about this in the last pod that we did when we had Kay on the show because he mentioned some great points this is a guy that you can count on to go out there and guard some of the best guards there are in the league. You know, like he mentioned guys like guarding a Jalen Brunson, a um, Jalen Brown, you know, a Damian Lillard. All right. And we're not saying he's going to clamp those guys completely. We're only shooting like two of 17 from the field when guarded by a DeLon, right? But you can only count on him to get a couple stops here and there. And that's exactly what this Heat team needs. And some folks might look at his offense and be like, oh, well, you know what? He's only averaging this much points per game. What was the point of bringing him on? We're not looking for another guy that can give you maybe 20 points per game based on his past career averages. We needed a guard that can play some great point of attack defense, and we have it in this guy. And that's why I'm very excited to see what he can do. We saw part of it back in the 2022 postseason when he played against Miami, and the dude was cooking, bro. Like, he played some great defense on Tyler, and if he can keep that up, some of the best guards in the league, by all means, bro, I'm excited to see what's in store. So all of that being said, um, another huge piece of news that came out revolves around none other than Jimmy Butler. In case y'all missed it, Jimmy is back, bro. And I kind of already assumed he would be back because he was hopping on Instagram these past couple days and going back into his old self where he's posting songs, he's posting workout videos, him drinking coffee, all that stuff he usually does in his normal life. So it's great to see that he's happy again. Prayers up to Jimmy and everything that he had to deal with these past couple of weeks with whatever's been going on. You know, in case y'all missed it, um, Jimmy has been dealing with the death in the family, so prayers up to him. Um, I'm just glad to see him back, to see that he's happy now. And, you know, hopefully we get to see Jimmy smile a little bit on the court because even he said it, you know, like, keep basketball is at its best when everyone on the floor is smiling and doing their thing. So if Jimmy can come out there and, you know, be that guy we know he's capable of being and having a big old smile on his face while we hopefully get the win against New Orleans, you know, that's great because we're going to need Jimmy come playoff time and we already know what he's capable of doing, all right? It's not a secret and this is usually the time of the year where Jimmy pops off. We've all seen that calendar, bro, where we get stressed off with Jimmy Butler in the beginning part of the regular season. We ask ourselves, does this man even care about basketball? And it gets to a point where later on in the season, we'll be like, okay, 
this dude is literally Michael Jordan in his prime, probably even better than that. Get this man some help. Y'all know the calendar I'm talking about if y'all been on Twitter and maybe Instagram. I, I'm not on Instagram a lot, so I don't know exactly what goes on there. But if you guys have seen that calendar meme, you know exactly what I'm referring to. And it's so accurate because that's who Jimmy is. So I'm excited to see him come back. Hopefully he's in a great state of mind and nothing more to it, bro. Because you just want to see your players be happy. And, you know, we don't know what he's had to deal with mentally with this death in the family. So if he's happy and he's good to go, then by all means, I don't think you could ask for anything better for us Heat fans. So it's great to see Jimmy Butler coming back. And when I look at this Miami Heat team, there's still some questions, right? I say that because, you know, everyone's talking about this squad. Um, I saw a tweet the other day where they were talking about this Heat team's depth, right? And one thing that I feel like people were talking about was the fact that we don't have a big. You know, like, we don't have enough size on this team. You know, like, can't, people are like, oh, can you even name guys on this team that are, like, past six foot five or whatever? And it's funny because everyone's a little stressed about that. And I just want to say something to all the Heat fans that are worried about this squad. I believe in this team, and I believe that we have what it takes to win a championship, Okay. I don't think there's a team in the Eastern Conference, aside from maybe, well, of course, Boston. But aside from that, there's not a single team in the Eastern Conference that legit has me concerned right now. New York, you know, they made some great moves. We talked about it in previous pods, and I will give them, you know, their respect. I just don't know if they're ready for the big lights just yet. And I will give them their props because... They took us to six games last year, and they did get better this season, bringing in guys like OG and then going into the trade deadline and bringing in a guy like Boyan Bogdanovich and Alec Burks from Detroit. However, while, while I do believe they can put up a dogfight against Miami, I'm not concerned to a point where I feel like they can just legitimately take us out come playoff time. I think they will put up a huge fight against the Heat, but I don't think it will end with the Knicks getting the first four wins in a series against Miami. By all means necessary, I think the Heat will still find a way to get the job done. And then Milwaukee has been a whole mess of a situation. Have any of y'all seen the stuff that's been going on lately and seeing all these headlines? That team is looking like a complete dumpster fire. The only thing that's kind of like they're saving grace right now is the fact that they have a good record right now. Aside from that... That team low-key, like, everything looks nice, but on the inside, like, internally, it looks like a dumpster fire. And it's only a matter of time before that whole thing kind of falls apart and they end up getting eliminated in the playoffs. Whether if it's a first-round exit, second-round exit, you name it. It looks inevitable at this point. So much is going on with that team. Um, Whether if it's Damian Lillard still wanting to go to Miami. I mean, I know y'all saw that little... um video that's been trending all over Twitter and probably Instagram too, where he's like, oh, you know, the dude asked him, what, what, what's your starting five? You know, what would be your starting five in the NBA right now? He said Damian Lillard. Um, I think he said Steph, LeBron, KD, and then who would be that five? Who would, you would think he would at least put Giannis in that lineup, but no, he went and put Bam Adebayo in there. And that sent social media into a frenzy. 
Because how the heck do you choose Bam over Giannis Antetokounmpo, your own teammate, bro? And then people tried to cope being like, oh, well, you know what? He was trying to, you know, not pick players from his own team because maybe would it be right? Blah, 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 blah. No. He had a chance to pick Giannis, and yet he still chose not to. Instead, he chose the guy that he spent this whole summer campaigning to the Trailblazers, the guy that he wanted to be teammates with. Um, I'm not what what was it that um Dane used to call well, he probably still calls him this, but what was that term? Brada or something like that? I don't know. His brother, basically, Bam Adebayo, he wanted to play with him. And you know what? He was still willing to put him in that starting five over his current teammate in Giannis. If that's not hilarious, I don't know what is, bro. That man still wants to come to Miami. And then it's funnier because this was the same guy that he ended up sitting next to come the All-Star break. In case y'all didn't see some of the videos... Bam was literally sitting right next to Dame. He literally had the locker spot right next to him in the Eastern Conference, the Eastern Conference of All-Star Teams uh, locker room. So that just tells you everything you need to know about this situation. And not only you have that, you have Doc Rivers who can't take single source of accountability whatsoever. And it got so bad that you see the most insane memes on social media Folks making jokes about how this man cannot take accountability whatsoever and will just completely lie about stuff for the sake of, you know, being able to protect his own reputation. I mean, this is the guy who literally went out and is basically saying, oh, well, you know what? Uh, I don't know why the Bucks even chose to hire me. I mean, I got on the phone with them and I'm like, bro, like, why, why would y'all hire me? I mean, that's not the exact quote, but that was basically what he might have said at this point. The dude shows zero ounce of any sort of accountability. And it's so bad that you even have former teammates commenting on it. Guys like JJ Redick. And I know y'all probably heard the beef now where he's coming out and calling him out for everything that went on. Especially during his time when he was with the Clippers and back when Doc was a coach for that team. And it's gotten to a point where Austin Rivers stepped in and had to say some stuff. Because obviously he's going to defend his pops. And then you have um, Patrick Beverly, who was part of that Clippers team with um, Doc Rivers at one point, while also, you know, being on the same team with him now on the Bucks, He's calling out J.J. Redick, and it's lead led to this point where now there's this random beef between Redick and Beverly. And I don't know, bro. It looks like a whole mess of a situation going on in Milwaukee. I do not have them winning a championship, let alone going to the finals, okay? This whole thing looks like a mess, whether if it's Dame still being hung up on the fact that he's not in Miami right now. Dame, I mean, I don't even know what going through Giannis' head because this whole situation been looking insane. Doc Rivers cannot take any source of accountability. And then you have this beef with Pat Bev and J.J. Redick. I mean, this team, I don't know what you expect me to say about them. And if you're a Bucks fan, you're trying to chill and just try to enjoy the ride, assuming that everything gets right come playoff time. But right now, I don't know, man. I really don't know. <laughs> but I'm not mad, though, because I always told y'all, this, this whole situation right here, all the teams that got involved and prevented us from getting Damian Lillard, they were going to get their comeuppance. I didn't know how and I didn't know when. But we're seeing it go down. So Milwaukee, y'all chose to get involved in the Heat and Portland's business. And now this is what y'all got to deal with. So... 
shout outs to you guys. But, you know, Milwaukee aside, you also have this situation with um, what's the other teams in the league right now? Philadelphia. We don't know how Philadelphia is going to look with Joel Embiid's injury. They probably had a good chance this year, but now whatever hope we had of them making a good run in the playoffs, that's completely down the drain for me because Embiid is not healthy and you just have this whole situation right now where basically Tyrese is going to have to put this team on his back. And he's a great player. He was an all-star this year, but... With the loss, like losing your MVP co-star like that, there's only so much noise you can make. So I'm not really worried about him either. Bottom line, and I've heard so much people say it, the Eastern Conference is wide open this year. I believe in the Miami Heat. And the idea that they can't go back to the finals, I mean, is them going back to the finals even a far-fetched idea? The only thing that I think make people want to say, oh, this team can't do anything this year is because they went out and didn't get Damian Willard, which obviously hurt. But then you have the fact that they didn't bring back Max Drews and Gabe Vincent, which is honestly hilarious to think about because these were the same folks that was trying to make fun of us for even saying that Struis and Vincent were valuable rotation players come playoff time last year. Y'all were coming out here making fun of us, being like, oh, you think Matt Struis and Gabe Vincent are going to cook against our team come playoff time? And then y'all want to start talking about how, oh, we're screwed now that they're gone. We're still in a good position. I have faith in our squad. I do think that now with some of the new guys on our squad, like I do believe Terry could use some more time to get gelled in with the team. And the same thing goes for DeLon now as he gets ready to make his season date. Well, not season debut, but his heat debut tomorrow against the Pelicans. We could use this time to sort of gel down. And my hope and prayer for this squad is that we don't deal with the injury bug. You know, I'm just hoping that this team, you know, now that we're, dealing with these injuries now we're not gonna have this issue come playoff time all right like we paid our dues with the injury in the regular season so the last thing that we need to deal with is having to worry about this in the playoffs because we've been through it all we've been through tyler having a sprained ankle and missing so many games early in the season back in december i believe you have Jimmy taking some time off too. I believe he can't make all NBA because of the amount of games that he's missed. Um, Bam has missed some time as well. You got these injuries with Terry Rozier and Josh Richardson. This team has been through enough. We have paid our dues to the injury gods or whatever you want to call it. I believe that this squad, if we can stay healthy, we can go back to the finals. I don't know why people are making it a far-fetched idea but it really isn't. This team can go far if things go right. Not only that, but while we're talking about that too, and we can talk about who's coming out of the Western Conference. If you ask me, it's either between the Clippers or the Nuggets. But overall, for Miami, I just want to see us go out there and play our best basketball because I believe we can. I believe in Jimmy Butler. I believe in Bam Adebayo. I believe in Eric Spolster. I believe in the squad, all right? I believe in the Heat culture. And if you're a Heat fan, hopefully you believe in that too. Because we've been out here being able to bring the best out of our guys. So do I believe some of these guys that we've been skeptical about in the past can step up when we need them to? Of course. I expect Jaime to hopefully be good enough to the point where he can be that guy we saw earlier in the season where, you know, this dude, he might have, he might be a rookie with this being his first year in the league, but he don't exactly play like that. 
I'm anticipating that same type of high to hope we pull up come playoff time. I'm hoping the same thing goes for these other guys, like Josh Richardson, you know, hoping that he can be that Gabe Vincent type replacement. Duncan Robinson has been excellent. And I won't talk about too much on this episode because we talked about it on the last pod. But I really do hope he stays in the starting lineup because everyone was worrying about him, noticing the fact that he started the year 2024 looking bad when it came to his shooting. But then all of a sudden he gets put in the starting lineup and he didn't miss a single beat being back in there. So it's not a coincidence at this point. It's not some luck of being in the lineup. The dude just knows how to cook when he is a starter. So do what's best for the team, Miami Heat, and let's keep him in the starting lineup. What does the starting lineup have to be like? I'm not going to get into all that stuff. You guys can decide whether if it's the backcourt being Duncan and Terry, Duncan and Tyler. I don't know. You guys can discuss it amongst yourselves. I just believe that Duncan specifically should be in the starting lineup. And not only do we talk about Duncan, but we look into some of these other guys too. I believe that we have a squad that couldn't be capable of winning a championship this year. We are capable of doing that. So I I really wish I could say more for this Heat squad, but I'm telling you, until this these next few games come by, you guys are going to know exactly what I'm talking about. Have faith in this team, and let's let the season play out because I'm telling you, we're about to watch some fun hoops, and I know we've been through some frustrations this year, whether if it's, oh, we didn't get Dame. Oh, you know, we're on a seven-game losing streak. This, that, that, and all this other stuff. But there is some good stuff heading our way, and I believe in it. You know, I believe in Jimmy going off as a beast come playoff time. And the interesting thing for Miami is going to be, what seed are we even going to get right now? Because we don't know how much games Philly is going to lose with Embiid being out. So there is a chance they could fall, you know, in the standings. And could that benefit Miami where maybe they can overtake them? We'll see. And we also have to see how Miami plays in the second half because if we drop a couple games here and there, this type of discussion might be pointless. But overall, the East is so wide open. I wouldn't mind playing a team like Milwaukee in the first round. And I know I'm not alone in thinking that way. You know, teams like Milwaukee, Cleveland and all of them, they could get it from us. I'm not scared of them whatsoever. Oh, Cleveland is the two seed. They are not ready for those bright lights yet. So bring them on. Same thing goes with the Bucks. The only team that I would probably prefer to wait until the conference finals to play is the Boston Celtics, all right? And if we could play a team like New York in the second round at the very latest, that is fine with me by all means. But give me a team like Milwaukee, Cleveland, or whoever else is out there in the first round because I believe we can take care of business against them. Overall, we got a fun season ahead of us, bro. So to any Heat fans that had any sort of fears going into the second half of the season, chill out, all right? Just chill out. We got so much fun stuff heading our way, and it's going to be great to see what this team does leading up to the playoffs. You know, I believe in this squad. I believe y'all should too. And, you know, before I wrap this episode up, I do want to quickly talk about none other than this game against New Orleans. And I want the Heat to win this game. I expect the Heat to blow out the Pelicans. I don't care that we're going in New Orleans home. We need to go out there and handle business. I don't see no reason for us to go out there and, 
not find a way to win this game. I think we are going to get the job done and he are going to continue this winning streak that they started, you know, before the All-Star break. And we're now going to have three straight wins in the standings. Overall, bro, let's chill out. Let's enjoy the season and let's go heat, bro. We're going to get it done. We are going to get that championship if God is willing. And Jimmy Butler will finally get to hold up that Larry O'Brien trophy. Something that we've been wanting him to do for so long, all right? Let's have faith, man. This right here, this is going to be the image we're going to see by the time June comes around. Just believe in it and let's speak that into existence. Aside from that, y'all, thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode of the Heat vs. the World podcast. If y'all like that, make sure to leave a thumbs up and make sure to comment and subscribe to the YouTube channel. And make sure to follow us on all platforms at HVTW Podcast. And aside from that, man, make sure to show love to all of our platforms, all of our social medias. And make sure to follow me on Twitter if you like today's episode at JoeKJacob underscore. Aside from that, man, let's go Heat. Let's go win this championship and hit my music because we out. Thank you for listening, and we'll see you next time with a brand new episode of the Heat vs. the World Podcast.